have you thought about joining a team or maybe starting a team and you're not quite sure where to start? Well, we're going to talk about that today. Stay tuned. This episode of Keeping It Real is brought to you by Real Geeks. How many homes are you going to sell this year? Do you have the right tools? Is your website turning soft leads into interested buyers? Are you spending money on leads that aren't converting? Well, Real Geeks is your solution. Find out why agents across the country choose Real Geeks as their technology partner. Real Geeks was created by an agent for agents. They pride themselves on delivering a sales and marketing solution so that you can easily generate more business. Their agent websites are fast and built for lead conversion with a smooth search experience for your visitors. Real Geeks also includes an easy-to-use agent CRM, so once a lead signs up on your website, you can track their interest and have great follow-up conversations. Real Geeks is loaded with a ton of marketing tools to nurture your leads and increase brand awareness. Visit realgeeks.com forward slash keeping it real pod and find out why realtors come to Real Geeks to generate more business. Again, visit realgeeks.com forward slash keeping it real pod. And now, on to our show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Keeping It Real, the largest podcast made by real estate agents and for real estate agents. My name is DJ Paris and I am your guide and host through the show. And in just a moment, we're going to be speaking with superstar agent Jen Dillard. But before we, in fact, here's what we're going to be talking about. Uh, aside from how awesome Jen is, we're going to be talking a lot about teams today. And if you are a practicing agent, maybe you're a solo agent or you're already on a team, or maybe you are thinking about joining a team or starting a team. We're gonna cover a lot of that today, so we are super excited to talk to Jen. Before we do that, just a quick reminder, please, the best way you can help us, aside from being a great listener like you are, of course, right now, is by telling another realtor about us. So just think of one other agent in your office, or if you're a solo person and you own your own firm and it's just you, the next agent you meet out there, tell them about our show. We appreciate it. It's the way we We've grown for the last five years, and it seems to be working for us. So we're super grateful to all of you for continuing to spread the word. So share, tell a friend, and also leave us a review, whatever app you might be listening to my voice on right now. Let us know what you think of the show, um, whether you're on Apple you know, uh, Podcasts or, or Spotify or Stitcher, or Google Play, Amazon, wherever. Let us know what you think of the show. We read everything, and then we want to get better and continue to improve. So enough from me, but we're going to talk about teams. So let's bring on our amazing superstar guest, Jen Dillard. show our guest is Jen Dillard from the Jen Dillard real estate team with the Hassan Company in Hood River, Oregon and the Columbia River Gorge area, the Pacific Northwest, right? Um, let me tell you more about Jen. Now, Jen Dillard is a real estate mogul based in Hood River, Oregon with over 200 million in lifetime sales. She leads a team of 14 agents that sold over $78 million in real estate last year. She runs an in-house home staging company 
and is a busy mom of two. I always heard, um, if you want to get something done, give it to a busy mom. Jen Dillard is the perfect example. But she's also, besides that, selling and staging are just part of Jen's story. She's also committed to sharing what she knows about building a successful team in real estate or any entrepreneurial environment with others, especially female leaders and fellow moms. Please check out uh, Jen's website, which is JDRE. So Jen Dillard Real Estate. So JDRETeam.com. Please also follow their team on Instagram, which is uh, JDRETeam. And also follow Jen herself on Instagram, which is Jen Dillard. Uh, We are going to have all of those links in our show notes. So you can just head to the show notes, follow Jen there. Jen, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, DJ. I'm so happy to be here. Jen is so sweet. We um, had uh, a plumbing issue at the office where the water was shut off. So everyone left. And then I raced over here to do the interview. I was at home this morning and then Jen and I were just about to start and the power went out. So, um, I'm hopeful that we will get through this without any additional interruptions, but Jen has been very patient and we appreciate no that. Um, I get it. <laughs> so it's always funny to see sometimes last minute things, how it gets, uh, gets a little screwy. Um, just like every sort of every real estate transaction, there's always a bump in the road too, I guess. Exactly. So this mirrors a lot of our listeners, uh, you know, average day. But anyway, Jen, I would love to, to really introduce our audience to you. And I'd love to hear about your journey into real estate. Can you share that with us? Absolutely. So I got started in real estate when I was 21 years old, so like two years ago. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 37. So you do the math. But uh, got started in real estate at 21 and uh, got started in as a property manager in real estate. And then after that, sold condo conversions in Seattle and and worked in the real estate market until about until the 2008 housing crash. We all remember so fondly. Um, and so once that happened, I dabbled in real estate, but I kind of shifted my focus a bit and then fast forward a few years and I had my two beautiful children. And, uh, when my daughter, who's my second child, when she was about six months old, I said to my husband, you know, I really want to get back to work. Um, you know, I want to do something that fills my bucket and gets me excited and passionate again. And he's like, well, what was that? When was the last time you felt that passion and drive? And I said, real estate, I just missed it so much. And so I got, uh, went back full force. That's when I really took off. I got back into real estate. I joined an independent brokerage in the Seattle area. And, uh, and then, and then fast forward a few years from that, I moved to hood river and started my team and here I am. So <laughs> For any of our audience that it, and I wasn't familiar with Hood River, um, but Oregon is such a such an amazing state. It's one of our most really? beautiful states, I think. Um, and I come from Illinois, and we don't have too much beauty here in Illinois. But uh, but the, the the topography of of Oregon is just incredible. But can you tell us a little bit about where Hood River is located for any of our audience that isn't familiar? Yes. So Hood River is located about 45 minutes to an hour east of Portland, Oregon, and about two hours from Bend, Oregon. So we are separated by the Columbia River. So uh, the other side of the river is Washington, and uh, we live on the Oregon side, but we service both Oregon and Washington. So most of our realtors on our team are duly licensed in Oregon and Washington. 
And so just out of curiosity, um, do you have to join two different associations then as well, whatever the Washington one is and the and the Oregon, or are they similar? No, you do have to take the Oregon exam and the Washington exam, but you are, but it is a reciprocal state. They're reciprocal states. So um, but no, the same association. Oh, that's incredible because here yeah. where we are, the moment you join another uh, state, at least the ones that border Illinois, you got to join a whole nother association as well. So uh, <laughs> one of the, one of the other million reasons to maybe move to Hood, Hood River uh, <laughs> because, oh my goodness, what, what a beautiful part of the country for anyone that is, hasn't been to Oregon, just go, uh, just go. But anyway, we're not here to it's talk so about special. Oregon as much as I would love to, um, um, but I would love, so Janet in particular, aside from being a top producer and a total superstar, she has this incredible team and mostly female, right? The vast majority of, of your team members are, are women, um, which makes sense because most of most more realtors are women than men, um, of course, uh, in, in our industry anyway, but you are very passionate about team building. And I think 2022, if nothing else is at least the year of the team, um, it seems to have been you know, brewing for some time. And now all our listeners keep asking me about is let's talk about teams. So mm -hmm. I'm so grateful to have you on. So yeah. let's talk about that. What, how do you think about teams? Because you run a really successful team. How do you think mm -hmm. about it? Because you've seen there's so many different ways to structure a team. Um, and, and of course, uh, you know, we, we just want to give a lot of great advice to our listeners who are thinking of either starting one or joining one. Yeah, so I think that starting a team is a good time to know when to start a team is just really knowing when you're feeling pushed. Like if there's, you are not able to service your clients and you are feeling bogged down by, you have too many buyers, too many sellers, you can't really give everybody that great quality of service, maybe it's time to add a team member. And so that way you can still provide that great service to and to more people. Another thing that, another reason that I grew my team is that I can't be everywhere at once. Surprise, surprise. So there are clients, the, the Columbia Gorge area is a pretty, you know, a good size area. And there are, there are people that, um, you know, there's areas that are 45 minutes, an hour away that I don't service. So we've, we've started growing our team that way by finding great agents in those areas and having them still be a part of the team, but service all different areas of the gorge. Yeah, it makes sense. And I think too, what I've, what I've noticed that teams have started to do in the last few years, and I'm really curious to get your thoughts on it, mm -hmm. is I think a lot of times agents in the past would go to their firm for training, support, mm -hmm. coaching, mm -hmm. and, and, and many firms do provide that. And I, I respect you know, firms that, that can do that, but it put a lot of, un, it put a lot of stress on the managing broker because the managing mm -hmm. broker, or, and I'm not sure what they, if they're called managing brokers in, in, uh, in Oregon, but here in Illinois, we call them managing brokers, yeah. but <laughs> uh, principal yeah, broker, yeah. managing broker. Uh, cool. Yeah. So I think they had to wear a lot of hats, right? They had to recruit agents. They had to take care of the existing agents and of course do all the training and coaching. And I think mm -hmm. oftentimes that would just be a lot and all the compliance stuff too. Right. So then I think these teams have provided this other avenue for agents to really get mentored, get coached, get, get taught by people who are out in the field doing it. Most managing brokers, at least the, most of the ones I know, they're, too, they're sitting in offices, busy, taking care of everything. They're not always on the front lines working with clients. So I'm curious to get your thoughts about that. 
I think that's so true, DJ. I mean, there this market is ever changing. It's always changing. There's always something new and exciting, which is what I love about it. But also something that if you're not in the field and you're not part of the change and and seeing things firsthand and have your finger on the pulse, then how are you supposed to train and to educate you know the the agents that are working for you on what's going on if you're not actually out there and seeing it firsthand? So I. I think that's very true. I love being an active agent. I think I'm out there, I'm working, I'm in the trenches with them and we talk about it often and we sit and talk about each scenario and what's going on and how can we help each other and collaborate. So when, when, when you, Jen, sorry, (laughs) what happened? I don't know. It's all right. Yeah. Thank you. No worries. Shake it off. Just jump right back in. It's all good. This is why I, I need a, a calming motherly presence. And not that you're motherly, <laughs> but that you are a mom and you're constantly I am a having to su- I, I did not I mean no to offense. insult. <laughs> it is no, like- No, I take no offense. I, uh, I'm a, I'm a, I am a rough guy who gets, uh, you know, and then- uh, My you, team you come calls in, me you're Mama like, Jen. You're like, this is it's no fine. big deal. It's fine. It's fine. So yeah. thank you. Um, we, we went offline for a brief <laughs> moment, probably due to the construction that's going on here in the office. So- uh, sorry about that. We are back. Uh, Jen, I'm so sorry. Please continue. No worries. I think just what I was saying is that we were talking about how being in the trenches and being a part of yeah. what's going on in the market and having your finger on the pulse is imp- an important part of being a mentor and a team leader. Yeah. And I think too, that, um, Teams are are really a way to expand the services and uh, that that an individual practitioner just isn't able to do all by themselves. Um, and if mm-hmm. I, what the question I was asking when we got disconnected that you probably didn't hear was if you were starting over fresh today, and and obviously there's this part of you that's been around mm-hmm. for 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 quite some time now um, mm-hmm. and been successful. Would you tell the yourself if you were brand new to join a team day one? What would be your advice to to the yes, brand newly 100%. licensed Jen Dillard? I would say join a team right away, one hundred percent. I think I wish that I had. I hadn't been on a team until I started my own, and. I think that for me personally, I'm a team player. I love being around other people. I love feeding off of their energy. I love the the camaraderie. We have such an amazing culture on our team and everybody there's everybody gets along so well. We love to collaborate. There's no drama. It's just it's just a fun atmosphere and everybody works really hard. We have all of our agents are full-time agents and they are all producing agents. And so it makes it really fun and exciting. And it's, I mean, what, how great is it to be able to share your successes and share the excitement of a, of a transaction? And then also when things don't go well and being able to commiserate or vent or have a shoulder to cry on. Yeah. It's so great I mean, to have all of that. Support, right? Like if support, nothing yeah. else, teams or at least healthy teams can provide a mm-hmm. tremendous amount of support. And right now is a time when a lot of agents are wanting support because we know it's a challenging environment right now. We just had an amazing, well, I hate to say the word amazing because of course COVID was, was not amazing in any possible way, but the real estate market had a pretty good couple of years during that time. Um, And now we're, we're starting to see the pullback a bit. Rates are going up. uh, Buyers 
you know, the amount they can, uh, their purchase power is, has decreased um, and inventory is still pretty, pretty low. So this is a time where I think there's a lot of, and we've also been kind of hanging out with ourselves for the last couple of years. We're now slowly starting to reintegrate um, to have interpersonal communication. But I'm, mm-hmm. I think that is, is it's often understated and probably, probably more important than we realize. I suspect because you, I saw it in your face when you said, it's just fun to be around other people who are all mm-hmm. working together. There is yes. something to be said for one plus one equals three, right? Like the, the, the sum is greater than the, than the parts. Um, can you talk a little bit about how you, how that helped get your team through the pandemic and through some of those tr- struggles even today? Yes. So we have a, a group chat that we, it's the JDRE team group chat. And if everybody luckily has an iPhone, so we can name it because if they had an Android, it would be <laughs> just no kidding. green Android bubbles users. on the JDRE it's team. It's fine. Yes. Uh, so we have this group chat and we stay in, in touch and in contact constantly throughout the day and just Hey, do you have, we have a question. I've never had experienced this before. Have you guys ever, what do you do in this situation? Just answering questions or, Hey, I just closed on 123 Banana Street. And everyone's like, yay, high fives, great job. And it's so important to have that and to have that support, whether you're in person or not. And so, yes, we meet in person. We meet once a week. Our office is actually pretty active. We have people in the office a lot of time. I think for a lot of brokerages, people aren't in the office as much as they used to be, but our our team likes to hang out at the office. And so we have that, but just having that constant communication through COVID and through those times where we felt isolated, but we still had the support of our, our team, I think was really, really helpful. You know, I, I love that so much. The idea of support, again, it's it's not, I don't mean to 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 get stuck on a particular topic, but I think for a lot of our listeners, you know, they're so a lot of our listeners are in teams, a lot of them are solo practitioners too. And you know, it we don't really need support when everything's going well, right? When things are going great, it's a party, we're celebrating, we're having a good time where we really need the most support is when things aren't going well. And I, I'd say joining a team, or if you don't have the ability to do that or don't want to do that, finding a peer support group where you can do these kind of things. Hey guys, just got a new lead or just had a listing presentation or heading into a buyer consultation. Wish me luck. Those are the kind of things that not everybody wants or needs, but a good percentage of us re- really. And I wanted to say one more thing. I, I read this study and I have to, I I don't have it in front of me. I apologize. But this is for many, many years ago, there was a study that was, that really speaks to your group chat, uh, your group text um, sort of uh, system that you guys have set up, Mm -hmm. that even if you witness two people being kind to each other or supportive of one another, even just the act of witnessing that creates almost the same benefit as the person who's receiving the support. So you have created this, this hub of constant reinforcement of great job. We're here for you. We're together. We're all in this. We're, we're, we're all a team. And boy, I, I just have to imagine that really keeps everyone's spirits up when things are challenging. It really does. And I think that you can see it in 
we're active on social media and video and all of that. And I think seeing even photos or, or doing videos together, I think you can see and you can feel that we actually, it's genuine. We have fun. We enjoy being around each other. We work hard. All of it is clear. It's easy to see that. And I think that's probably why the team has grown. I haven't recruited once. I haven't called and tried to recruit somebody from another brokerage, not because I don't believe in that, but because it, I haven't had to. People call me and they say, hey, I this your team looks like so much fun and like the culture seems so amazing. I'd love to join the team. And I think that's just because we put out that energy that truly is genuine. And right now, as I meant to get back to my point of things are challenging, things aren't picture perfect mm -hmm. today, right? Low interest right. or high interest or rising interest rate environments. I apologize. Rising interest, still pretty mm -hmm. low interest rates, but rising interest rate environments, buyers are freaked out. Buyers purchasing power has gone down low inventory. Um, how are you guys working through that? What are, what are you guys? And I say guys, of course, I mean, men and women, what is your team? Yes. What are you, what are you doing to keep your team cohesive during some of these struggles? I think just continuing to meet regularly and to train and talk about, just talk about what we're going through, talk about scenarios. If this scenario comes up, this is what you do in this scenario. If this scenario comes up, this is what you do. And also, Hey, what are you guys seeing? What are you feeling? How were your open houses last weekend? Tell me about that. Just talking about talking it out and being able to sit in the room with the whole team and everybody just pitches in and talks about what they're going through and what's what they're seeing out there and then being able to come up with solutions and go around and everybody pitches in their thoughts it's powerful it is i i we we do we have management meetings at, at my um at, at our company here and our management team we have about 10 people and we get together and i'm constantly amazed i'm on the marketing side of how many great marketing ideas I get from people that aren't marketers that are, you know, oh, yeah. uh, different roles. And they're like, oh, mm -hmm. I've got an idea. And I'm like, well, it's better than what I could come up with. Because <laughs> that really, it, this group think kind of thing is, is it can be a negative, but it can also be a real positive in just mm -hmm. getting more ideas to people. And in your case, you know, yeah, all these agents are having different experiences. And right mm -hmm. now things are goofy, right? Like I, I can't right now, really the, today, the, the, the stock market fell substantially. So I was thinking, I wonder what financial advisors are getting all these all, probably really urgent yeah. phone calls from investors going, where's my money is going to, you know, and they have to have responses to that. Well, of course, real estate has similar sort of things with interest rates going yes. up inventory being, being tough. Um, I have a question for you about if you were looking to join a team and you were a brand new agent. So back to this idea that you just got newly licensed, <laughs> or you know maybe you're in your first couple of years as a solo sure. practitioner and you're like, I, I think I need to join a team. What would you look for? In, because we know that most most uh, markets in the country have lots of different options for teams. What sure. might you suggest to yourself to look for in a team? I would recommend doing your research, making sure that you really dig in and ask for recommendations from people, not other realtors, but people in the area. Who have you worked with? Who have you had a great experience with as a realtor? And, um, and then furthermore, just really making sure that the culture, go to a team meeting, go to a, uh, you know, a meeting and make sure that you really like that culture and that you fit in, you resonate your, you know, your personality fits in, you resonate with them. 
that's, those are really important things. These are the people that you're going to be surrounded with all the time, every day. So making sure that you really feel comfortable is important. So those are some, a few of the things that I think are. Yeah. I think that's a great point. Like making a list of all the people that you've worked with that you go, Oh, I like that person. I like the way they did business. Yeah. I really uh, thought that, that they had a lot to offer their client and maybe I'd like to, you know, start to, to experience, you know, what, what they deal with back in the back office. Um, I right. think that's a, it's a great, great understanding. And I'm curious too. So you're, you're a very successful team lead. And I think a lot mm -hmm. of realtors think boy, I couldn't just pick up the phone and call Jen Dillard. She's way too busy. She's got a, a million things going on. She's running this massive team. Um, so I'm curious, um, what steps might somebody take to, you know, if they say, oh, I really want to join Jen's team, obviously they can go to your website and fill out a form, which by the sure. way, if anyone is around that area in Oregon where Jen and her team work and are looking for a different uh, option or a different team, maybe that might better meet their needs, certainly reach out. Mm -hmm. Jen and her team would love to, to speak with you. But, um, it, you know, agents come to me all the time. They're like, well, I don't really know how to, how to, it, how to, go up to somebody and say, Hey, I'd like to join your team. That really does mm -hmm. take a, a, a certain amount of courage and vulnerability. Yeah. And so like I'm asking curious. someone out on a date. It is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah. So I would, I, I like when people are persistent. I think that persistence and, you know, send me a message on Instagram. That's great. But if you also follow it up with a phone call or an email and, and, you know, two different areas of communication, that's where it really gets my attention. I'm like, okay, this person's serious. This person really is interested. And I always, my door is always open to have a conversation. And I think that if we, you come in, you have a conversation with us, you feel like it's a good fit. We feel like it's a good fit. Then I think that, yeah, we are always open to grow as long as it feels like it's a good, it's a good, it's a good fit from on both sides. I, I agree. And I'd love to get your opinion about leads because this also mm -hmm. becomes a big topic. Um, and of course, every team does it differently. Some teams have leads, of course, some don't. Um, and, and, and I'm not here to suggest teams should have leads or they shouldn't, but I'm curious. I know sometimes uh, individual realtors will think, well, if I join a team, that's going to be the solution to my marketing problems because they probably have a lot of leads and that's going to be my savior, so to speak. So I'm curious to get your thoughts on leads and the team sort of role in that. Yeah. I, I think that being on a team sometimes means you get leads, which our team does, you know, give leads out to our agents, but I think that being able to prospect and come up with your own, you know, go get your own business. That's what really incentivizes me to give leads. If you're out there and you're killing it and you're, I can see that you're active out in the, you know, in the market, you know what you're talking about, you're doing well, your clients are loving you, then I'm going to keep giving you more leads. If you, I see that you're just sitting there and you're just waiting for a lead to come to you and you're not going out and finding your own business, I'm less in, I'm less interested in giving you more leads because I, how do I know that you're going to take great care of the client? So that's such an important thing you just said. And I know it's probably self-evident to you, but I, I think it's an important point that I want really to resonate with our audience that what Jen, Jen just said is it, in some 
for some of us might be counterintuitive. Like, hey, the busier I am, and meaning not busy as far as having clients, but the more active I am in building my business, the more that attracts more business to me because people like Jen go, hey, the DJ is really on top of things. He's racing around getting business. Uh, I want to reward his effort with some leads. And I, I think that is how most team leaders think about it too. So I don't think this is just a Jen Dillard thing. No, I think, I, I, yeah, And but I'm so grateful that you said it because it is absolutely the truth. It's sort of like um, givers get, right? Like that, that sort of right. idea of putting yourself out there and, and giving as much as you can actually nets you a lot of stuff too, without that being the main intention. So if you want right. more leads- go impress other people in your company with how much activity you're putting into generating leads. Because, and, and I also think, and I'm sorry, I don't mean to take over the interview, but I also think sometimes when people are doing, and I'm curious to get your thoughts, when people are doing certain activities to generate leads on their own, and then they bring that to, to a group or their office, sometimes somebody will be like, you know what? I have a little tweak for you on this. And that might just be the tweak that is needed to make it even more effective. You know, this idea of like, mm -hmm. oh, I've done that before, but try this instead of that. Yeah. I like having the other agents on my team come in and do trainings for the rest of the team. I like them to do the trainings. I have one agent on my team who's amazing at cold calling. He was in sales. That was his background. That's where he got started. And that guy is incredible on the phones. So I love to have the team sit and listen to him and to, you know, and to do a calling challenge and things like that. Like just have him listen. I have another agent on my team that's amazing at reels. She does a great job. So having her come in and do a training on how she does reels. And because we're on a team and we're collaborative, we're not competing with each other, we're right. collaborating with each other. It's great. Everybody's happy to share. I, I love that. And, and having people with different specialties, even though yeah. they might still be doing all of their own business, but maybe they're really good at, like you said, social, mm -hmm. or they're good at open houses or buyer presentations or listing presentations or whatever. And then yeah. saying, hey, let's, let's do some best practice sharing. Um, I, I absolutely just think that is just the fastest way to get good at something. Um, and I would love, I'm about to ask, so I'm going to ask you a question. I'm going to take a quick break, um, while, so you can think about the answer. Um, I, I don't think you'll need any time to think about this, but I would love to hear how important today. So it's now the middle of June, uh, 2022, how important are open houses today for lead generation. So before you answer that, I want to take a quick moment to uh, highlight our sponsor. We love our sponsor and our one of our favorite companies in the entire real estate tech space is Follow Up Boss. Now I've interviewed hundreds of top realtors in this country uh, for our, this podcast and the CRM that is used by more than any of my guests is Follow Up Boss. And let's face it, following up is the key to taking your business to the next level. Follow Up Boss will help you drive more leads in less time and with less effort. Don't take my word for it though. Robert Slack, who runs the number one team in the United States, uses Follow-Up Boss, and he's built a $1.5 billion business in just six years. Follow-Up Boss integrates with over 250 different systems, so you can keep your existing tools and lead sources. Also, the best part, they have a seven-day-a-week support because we know real estate happens nights and weekends, so you'll get the help you need when you need it. And let's and get this, Follow-Up Boss is so sure that you're going to continue to use their, their services. They're going to give you, for a limited time, 
Um, they're going to give Keeping It Real listeners a 30-day free trial, which is twice the amount of time they give everybody else. And oh yeah, no credit card required. So you can try it risk-free, but only if you visit the special link. But visit followupboss.com forward slash real. Again, followupboss.com forward slash real for your free 30-day trial. Follow up like a boss with follow-up boss. Okay, Jen, let's talk about Open houses, how important are they in 2022? Open houses are back and they are in full force. Open houses are critical right now because, as you've mentioned a few times in this interview, they the interest rates are rising, buyers are getting a little scared, things are slowing down a little bit or neutralizing, I like to say. Um, and so having an open house creates this kind of, it, it allows people to come and look at the house without feeling pressure to reach out to an agent and to engage in that sort of, you know, relationship, but it's kind of like risk-free. They can go, they can look at the house. And I think that that it's, it's back. And I think that it's doing, they're doing very well right now because of that, in my opinion. And do you, do you get a lot of unrepresented buyers yes. coming? Ah, Mm-hmm. So open houses are great. Do open houses all day long. But most important is making sure you're tracking who's coming into your open house. Are you writing? Are you having them fill out a form that they're, you know, their name, their email address, their phone number? Are you following up with them? Follow up us, <laughs> you know, making sure that all those that's so important. Yes, you have these phone numbers, you have these email addresses, but follow up and make sure that you reach out and you, even if they weren't interested in the house, they'll remember you if you call and you follow up with them and you stay, continue to nurture them. So I want to drill down just a little bit. So when do you tell your team, so someone comes in unrepresented to an open house, one of your Mm -hmm. team members is doing an open house. They fill out the form, name, email, phone number. Okay. What's step number one after they leave and how quickly I would love to hear what, what you recommend. After the open house, you send an email individually personalized. Thank you, Jeff and Jody. Thank you so much for coming to my open house today. It was a pleasure to meet you. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, if you're interested in this house, please let me know. Otherwise, I'd be happy to set up a search for you. And, you know, so engage in conversation and then and send that to each person that came into the open house. And then, now, I, and I'm sorry yeah. to, to get so yeah. granular, but same <laughs> yeah, day yeah. or next day or what, same what do you day, recommend? same, same day, a hundred percent. Yes. Same day. And then you give it two days and then you follow up Jeff and Jody. Uh, this is Jen Dillard. I reached out to you after my open house. I just wanted to follow up, make sure you got my email. Is there, if there's a phone number, you call, you got to go to all the areas of communication that you have access to. If they don't respond, maybe send a text. Some people, you just have to find their way of communicating. Some people prefer to communicate via text. Some could prefer to communicate. And you can even go a step further with your, with your sheet. And you could say, what prefer, what is your preferred method of communication? So, yeah, that's, you know. it's, that's a, it's a really great idea because to assume that everyone wants text or phone or email, yeah. of course, we're all different. And uh, 
wow, that's really smart. So yeah, add that checkbox, everyone listening to your mm-hmm. open house sign-in sheet, preferred way of communication. I, I do really appreciate that when I fill those forms out online, mm-hmm. like for a doctor's office, or they, they oftentimes will, will ask that same question. Um, so following up, I'm curious, have you, do you have a general idea of the, and of course, every, every individual person is different, but the average time from the moment somebody walks into an open house, and obviously not everyone who walks out of the open house ends up becoming a client, but for those that do become a client, what's the lead time? Because we're talking about following up. How much time is, is typically required? And again, I know it could be two days, they could buy a home two days later, but what's the average time that you see? And this will just give our audience a sense of how long they should expect on average to stay in touch. Six to 12 months. Perfect six to 12 months. And again, it can be like, like you said, they could be like, oh my gosh, I didn't like this house, but I just saw this house. This is the one. Can we go look at it? And boom. And that does happen. But I would, I would, I would plan for six to 12 months. And do you have like, um, do you recommend people create a schedule so that for the next six or 12 months, they know for sure, here's, you know, the general guidelines of how I'm going to stay in touch. Um, just curious how, if you use technology for that, or if you do it manually, what, what is sort of your thoughts on that? We do, we have it. So we break it down to, and we use monday.com. That's the software that we use, which big fan. And big, we, well. break, <laughs> we break it down. And so there's steps for everything. Okay, you just engaged with a buyer. Here are the steps. Okay, you just engaged with the seller. Here are the steps. Okay, you've got a listing contract signed. Here are the steps. Same for buyers. And so if we break it down and make it foolproof. <laughs> I love that. So systematize. We're talking about creating yes. systems. Um, and then all you have to actually do is run the system, right? Yes. You don't have to wake up and think, what am I doing today? Um, how, should what I do? What do I do? Yeah. yeah. And, like, and, how, do, and how satisfying is it to check a box? Oh, it's the best. <laughs> I, I love it as well. And it just makes it, re, you know what I've realized about life? And I'm curious to get your thoughts because it took me to, I'm 46 now, um, which is depressing, but um, I, uh, so I'm, I'm older than you, so I can say that um, Jen is still super young. She's in her early twenties, we'll say, yeah. Um, yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah. but, 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 for real, um, what I've realized is systematizing uh, anything in life really reduces anxiety and it reduces clutter in the mind. And it just, yes. it actually makes life easier. It's sort of the irony of it is creating a system actually makes you, gives you more freedom. I feel like that was the biggest growing, the growing pains of the team growing at the pace that it did and, and our, and, and, you know, our transactions growing at the pace that they did is that is the growing pains of the systems and processes, because we had to implement new systems and processes and we had to do them quickly and we had to hire and we had to, so that I feel like was the biggest stressor was, was getting those systems and processes in place. And now that they are, and we have the people to support, it's like, ah, such a breath of fresh air. And, and as a new agent, wouldn't you love to be plugged into a team that's kind of already got that all figured out and you don't mm-hmm. have to rebuild all of the, because there are so many ways to build those systems and so many different variables and software yeah. providers and just lots of different tools. Wouldn't you love just to plug into somebody's system and you maybe make play. modifications if you need mm-hmm. to, but like 
oh, that's another major reason to join a team is it just helps, assuming the team has systems, it helps get your systems in order. Yes, I completely agree. Um, and one last thing, if you were interviewing um, uh, a team member, what do you look for in a team, uh, in somebody that says, I want to join the Jen Dillard team? What are you looking for in that individual? Because I think this will help our audience when they go to, you know, really, they're interviewing sometimes for these positions. Yes. So, what do you recommend? I am looking for somebody who knows about the team. Show that you've done your research and that you, you know, who are we? Have you done our, your research? Have you looked us up online? Have you looked at our website? Have you, are you familiar with us? And then next, I want to know, I want you to show your personality. I want to see how you're going to interact with clients. Are you just sitting there waiting for me to ask questions and just answering them with boring answers? Probably not the right fit. Show your personality. Show what's different about you. Why, why would somebody pick you to be the realtor? Show me that. I want to see that. So those are some of the things that I love to see. I love to see passion and drive and somebody that's going to reach out to me, like I said, for on different social media or social media and different communication channels. Then I know that they're really interested and they, they're really excited about the opportunity. I love those people. Yeah. It, it really is like asking someone on a date. Like you said, yeah. it, you, you yeah. have to put your, your best self forward. Yes. And that doesn't mean you have to look a certain way, but you have to make sure that they know who you are and what you're willing to bring to the table. But do come and, dress professionally, please. No <laughs> yeah. Boy, there is a huge variance in, uh, in how realtors dress, right? We, uh, <laughs> yeah. we, 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 we have 800 agents at our company here. And so we certainly That's see amazing. a wide range of choices in dress. Yeah. And I always say there is no downside to dressing really well. There's actually yeah. no, very little chance of having a negative impact. However, on the other side, if you dress maybe a level lower than what the client expects, mm -hmm. then, you know, you're going to have a, you're going to have a tougher hill to climb to win that person over. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So dress, dress for success. It it's, it's not gone away, but I, I think the main message, uh, Jen, that, that you've been describing is teams can be a real force for good and they can actually give, provide more value to the client, uh, also to the realtor. The realtor now has hopefully additional, better resources, um, people to support them in the tough times and just place to bounce ideas off of. And boy, I'll tell you, if I was a realtor starting out um, and I was in the, uh, the Bend, uh, Oregon area, um, I would, well, I guess, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm in, if I was, if I was living in between, if I was in between Portland and Bend, Oregon, and I was living there, uh, in, I, in the Hood River mm -hmm. district, I would be, um, reaching out to Jen because not only, and, and I think Jen, you just said something really important. And if you go to Jen's website, which I'm going to encourage everybody to do in just a moment, you will get a sense of what her team is like just by watching some of the content that they've created there. You can see just in the still images of the fun that they have and also tracking them on social, you get a good sense of what the team is like. Now, it's not everything. Of course, you want to meet them too. But I think that's such a, a really good idea is getting a sense of the culture. And I think by, by watch, you know, that's, what's really cool about social media and also having a web presence is you get a, you get a little glimpse into someone's culture. And I think this is a great opportunity for, you know, individual agents to explore other teams, cultures and see what feels like a good fit. And then 
Just like asking out someone on a date, you have to find your courage and then reach out and say, hey, I would like to uh, to, to talk to you about opportunities. Um, I am such a big fan. And by the way, if there's any buyers, sellers, renters, investors in, uh, in, in Jen's neck of the woods, um, boy, her and her team would love the opportunity to, uh, to work with you directly. They're one of the very top teams in their area and very well respected. They're amazing. Um, and Jen, do you mind just sharing um, what, what's the geographic boundaries of, of what your team sort of uh, deals with? Yeah, so we service pretty much everything from from Portland all the way to Goldendale, Lyle area. So, yeah, those are what? that's pretty much. What was that? No, I was just saying. No, that's that's it's a huge area. But Jen, it is you a also huge have, area. You have a huge team, and and I I think. Um, it's a really great reminder that if you are thinking about joining a team or thinking about maybe changing teams, now's a good time when things are maybe a little bit slow, mm -hmm. more slow than they were a year ago where we didn't have time to do that. Um, yeah. But for anyone out there who is interested in working with Jen um, or learning about her team and how it's structured, please visit their website, which is J-D-R-E team. Um, again, Jen Dillard real estate. So J-D-R-E team.com. Um, we'll have a link to that in the show notes. And also please follow them on, on Instagram, which you can find them at J-D-R-E team and at Jen Dillard. We'll have links uh, again in the show notes. Jen, thank you so much for being on our show. I appreciate you uh, hanging with us through some of our tech difficulties today. No uh, thankfully, we got through it without the power going we out. We got again. through it. Yeah. Thanks for having me so much, DJ. It was great. We're super grateful. And for everyone, before you sign off, please, we only ask our listeners and viewers to do one thing, which is tell a friend. Think of one other realtor that could benefit from hearing this conversation with Jen um, and send them a link to this episode. You can find us on our website, keepingitrealpod.com. Every episode we've ever done is there. And we have about 400 episodes there now. So Jen, thank you so much. We are huge fans of you and, and your team and your company. And we wish you all the best. Um, thank you for taking time to be on our show. Thank you.